0: Welcome and thanks for listening to the Community Christian Church podcast. To learn more about Community Christian Church, visit us online at cccsterling.org. Today I want to give you a little nugget of a message. I just want to give you something that I feel like the Lord was just kind of stirring in me in terms of thinking about school. Now maybe some of you in the crowd, it's been a couple years since school. Or maybe uh, you're in school, you're about to go to school, or for parents that don't want to think about it, your kids will go to school someday. I know, so sad. They're going to grow up. Um, But today I want to give you a little message and what I call lessons of faith I learned from school. And I use the word from on purpose because I didn't learn them in school, I learned them after. So today I'm going to share with you lessons of faith I learned from school. So let me transport us back to our time in school. All of us went to school to some degree or another. How much we retained is up for you to decide. But we all went to school at one point, and here's a lesson I feel like I learned. How many of you had a class, and you sat in that class, and you remember crossing your arms thinking, what is the point of this? Anybody? For me, that was ninth grade geometry, Miss Parks. And Miss Parks, if you're watching, I'm sorry, I hated that class. But it was ninth grade geometry, and I remember thinking to myself, I will never use geometry in my life. And I remember just, not just frustrated, but be, like enraged. It was the first class that I couldn't really just like, sit down and do it and be passable. I was like tanking to the bottom of the grade point average scale as I was trying to do geometry. And I remember getting so frustrated, and my dad had to pull me aside and say, listen, you can't change anything, you have to take the class can't change your teacher. You can't, the circumstances are not going to change. The only thing that can change is you. Your mindset, how you are going to approach it. And I had to lean in a little bit more. I had to study. I had to apply myself to squeak out a C. My, my wife, who's the math person, got the A. And she's like, that was the easiest class of all time. That's why we're different. But as I was reflecting on that, I feel like there was a nugget in there that I feel like the Lord was giving us. Is that sometimes you are being given lessons, or you are in a class, so to speak, that you have no idea what the value of it is. But it's not until you find yourself using the skill you learned that you see the value, even if it's years later. So the Lord takes us through things from time to time. That's a test. It's hard. It's difficult. And you don't know. You cry out. You're in prayer. God, why? Why is this happening? It can be the little things to the biggest of things, but we get we are in this classroom, so to speak, and the Lord is so faithful to use that, even if we don't know the purpose for it in the moment, we have to wait, and we see the value of it. The value I took away from my, my geometry class is that I had to learn to apply myself. It was the first time I actually needed to study, kind of. Not that I was a good student, clearly, I didn't do very well, but... I, it was the first time I kind of hit the brick wall and, of education and realized, oh, I got to like, do the homework. I got to read the book a little bit, get some tutoring. And so for us, sometimes we're in a moment, we're in a season where it doesn't make a lot of sense, but the Lord is saying, just wait. I have a purpose for this to come. He promises it in Scripture. Romans 8 28, it's a very popular verse. It says, And we know that in all things God works for the good. For the what? I want to hear you say it. The what? Ooh, I love it. The good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Newsflash. You have all been called. You are all chosen. You have all been set aside for the purposes of the Lord, and he has good things in store for you, even if it means going through some hard things to get to the other side, to learn the lesson. The next point. This one was tough for me. The harder the lesson is to learn, the more we need to lean into the book, the more we need to get some tutoring, maybe see the teacher in their office hours. We may even have to give up some things to pass the test. This one was so hard for me. When I was in college, I was a Bible student. I um, ended up pivoting. I did business in, in Bible classes. But in my time, I had this Old Testament class where we had to draw out kind of a rough sketch of... Um, kind of the biblical Old Testament, like uh, major landmarks, rivers, cities, major things, just to kind of have an idea. And I decided to the night before the test to pull what was called in college an all-nighter, a coffee-induced mayhem night of studying to try and memorize how to draw out the nation of Israel and, and where it was being formed. And so I scrambled, got to the test, and bombed it. This is my calling, and I can't even pass an Old Testament test. I thought I was doomed to fail. No church would ever hire me because I can't draw this picture. And my Old Testament teacher called me into his office, and he goes, Tyler, I looked at your test, and I thought you drew a carnival ride. (laughs) Dr. Vance, I'm sorry. I was not trying to draw a carnival ride. I was actually attempting to do the assignment, but uh, nevertheless, I failed. And so uh, I realized from that point, he, he sat me down very seriously, and I appreciate this. He said, Tyler, if this is what you wanna do, if you really wanna dedicate yourself to this, you're gonna have to set some stuff aside. You can't go and be a goofball uh, freshman. You can't go to every get-together. You can't do every- You're gonna have to set some time aside if you wanna, if you wanna progress through this, through this program. And I took that to heart. And so that was early. That was like my first real big test in college. So we get to the fall, and it's October. It's right around uh, Fall Festival. ORU had a ton of stuff going on. And I remember there was this big, uh, like, Fall Festival get-together on a Friday. I had a test first thing Monday morning, which is the cruelest thing. First thing on a Monday to put a test. (laughs) Nevertheless. I had to set aside I remember having to cancel going to this get together because I said I'm going to get an A. I have to. This is my calling. And I took it seriously and I set that thing aside. We see it in scripture that sometimes the Lord takes us there are things that we go through and sometimes we have to be willing to set some things aside to say, "All right, God, I got to tune in." There's there's a lot of chaos going on around me. There's a lot of noise. There's a lot of white noise kind of distracting me. I need to set some things aside. God, what do you, what are you saying? So there's this passage in James I want to highlight for you. James 1, uh, chapter 1, starting in verse 2, it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. The Lord, he tells us, we're going to be tested, the test might be hard, But that test produces perseverance. It produces faith. Those are the good, that's the good fruit of this. You're not being punished, you're being tested. And this leads me to my last point. That when you're being tested, when you're taking a test in class, does the teacher talk? No. The teacher is silent and lets you take your test. You have been given the tools to pass the test, and you're seeing where you're at. You're given everything you need to pass. But after the test, you can debrief with the teacher. This stood out to me like it it really just seemed to kind of jump out of my memory bank. Whenever I would take a test, it was always that eerie silence. You felt like you could hear every tick of the clock. You could hear every scratch of the pencil on the paper. When you're taking a test, the teacher doesn't talk. And in the same way, there are times, if I might be the only one here, I hope I'm not, but there are times it feels like God's a little bit quieter than I would prefer him to be. There are situations in our life that come up and we say, God, what what are you saying? What do you think about this? God, I don't understand. Sometimes when you're taking the test, the teacher's silent. It doesn't mean they're not there. They didn't leave you out to dry. Scripture actually tells us we have been given everything we need to pass the test. And he also tells us that, we nev- that he never leaves us or forsakes us. He's always with us, but he just it's for us to see where we're at. 1 Corinthians uh, ten thirteen, It says, God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so you can endure it. Sometimes it's okay to, let, it's okay to know that you're in a test. Because testing, as Scripture tells us, it is for the production of our faith. It is to see, we're kind of, we're developing some spiritual grit. We're seeing, all right, where are we going from here? God, where am I at? You're kind of getting this barometer spiritually. And so I want to encourage you guys today, wherever you find yourself, find yourself in this metaphor, maybe you're in in a struggling season, or you just don't feel like you're hearing God quite well right now. You don't really know. Maybe you're feeling like life is just beating on you. I want to encourage you. One, God has never left you. He's right beside you, leading you, guiding you, and protecting you. But when the going gets tough, we can know that we can lean on God and he will bring us back in. We can go to his word, the book, the book that has all the answers. We can study this thing and lean into it and to help us pass the test. And ultimately, even if we fall... As children do, they fall and they scrape their knee. We fall down, they fall off the bike when they take the training wheels off. When we fall, he's the first one to pick pick us up, put his arms around and say, it's okay, I got you. I have you. He's never going to let you fall. But I want to encourage you today, maybe you find yourself in this room and say, ah, that's not my walk with Jesus. That's not what it looks like for me. I, I understand life throws a lot of things at us and there brings up a lot more questions sometimes and it feels like there are answers. But I want to encourage you that there is, that Jesus who died on the cross for your sins, though it might not make sense in the moment, has big plans for you and he wants to get to know you. He wants to see you succeed. He wants to see you pass the test. He wants to see you pass with flying colors. So if you find yourself this morning and you don't really know where you're at in that place, I want to encourage you today, we're going to just take a quick moment, we're going to pray. Reflect in your heart. Jesus, if, if you're out there, maybe that's where you're at. Or Jesus, you're, you've been real quiet lately. Wherever you find yourself, I want you to pray sincerely. And then from there, we're going to uh, make our way into uh, graduating some seniors. Jesus, right now, we just ask that you would fill this room with your presence. God, we know that your word says you inhabit the praises of your people. But God, I'm asking for a special anointing right now. God, with this room full of people and people watching online today, God, I'm sure we are bound to have people that don't know you or feel far from you. God, I'm asking right now, in this place, you would feel close. You would draw people in. God, I'm asking for the heart that has been beaten up and is a little discouraged. God, would your Holy Spirit that promises to be the comforter, would you wrap your arms around them right now in Jesus' name? God, for the hearts that has been distant from you or has never let you in, God, would you reintroduce yourself in this moment? And would you put your arms around them and say how much you love them? And God, for any parent that is praying this on behalf of a child or a wayward family member, God, we're asking that you would use them as the connection point to heaven to see a miracle. That a prodigal can come home and that arms would be wrapped around them. God, we just love you so much. We pray this with expectation and faith that you will see it through. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. thanks again for listening to the Community Christian Church Podcast. For more messages like this and other resources, visit us online at cccsterling.org.